H3 is really a case study of my own personal life. Um, so I had an opportunity to read a book called H3 Leadership by Brad Lomanek. Um, and to talk about the hustle, the hungry, and the humble. Um, and then I, I began to look at my own career um, and how in different ways I had to hustle to either get that next position, I had to hustle uh, to learn more, I had to be hungry for the information. And then the humility of life is just really knocking you down at any moment, and it's how you react to that. Um, but in terms of a company, of what we do in a company standpoint, so I spent my first, I graduated undergrad in 2009, I mean 2007, excuse me, from Winston-Salem State. And then that time I was student body president. I moved to New York um, and took a job with Shine Combs working in the music industry. I quickly realized that wasn't um, a long-term viable option for me because they were not like remaking executives. So I moved back to Charlotte. And that time I thought there were only two companies in Charlotte that was Wells Fargo uh, and Bank of America. So I worked at a bank uh, for about five years and did well at Wells Fargo, was promoted several times, but I hit a plateau in my career where um, it just wasn't working. Um, and that could be just leadership, things I had to learn and grow on my own. Um, ended up leaving the organization Wells Fargo and a buddy of mine said, hey, you should get into IT recruiting. So at the same time in IT recruiting, I was uh, enrolled in a master's program for organizational leadership. And so I began to kind of look at some things in the ecosystem, particularly Charlotte, what I was seeing from a recruiting standpoint, what happened to me in my individual career, and then the gaps in that process. So you would hear the word diversity and inclusion, you would hear, um, you would see all these cool Instagram posts, but there was nothing really to measure the success of what was really doing. Um, I started hearing about Charlotte being 50, under 50 in terms of economic mobility. And so for me, it was like, what solution can I put in place to solve this particular problem, both for myself and those around me? Uh, so last May, um, I decided like, hey, I want to do these H3 events targeted at that particular time for diverse candidates so that we ultimately can create environments where they feel very comfortable um, to build gene relationships with each other to talk about their experiences, um, what classes they're taking, what salaries they're making, just teaching each other and giving the information directly to candidates at the time. Uh, so that really went well, and then I would say, okay, well, let's go a little deeper. What do you really want to learn? And so that's when we started developing these mini-series built around whatever the organization was having trouble around. So agile is a big uh, new buzzword in tech, and so every company needs to be agile now, regardless of you in the tech sector or if you're on the finance operation side. And we found that there were a lot of minorities at the time that didn't had no idea about agile or they wanted just an opportunity to learn more and leverage those opportunities. So with the unique background of taking uh, what, I, what I experienced on my own of not having access to information, not having access to capital or resources, uh, we built a product, and services to do, a product and service to do that. So it's basically taking my experience in the music industry of solely managing artists, and so now we manage people's professional career. Um, so we do everything from your interview prep, from fixing your resume to strategizing, looking at your resume and determining what's the best course for you to go on. Um, from a career standpoint, we're teaching you how to negotiate. But on the flip side, we know that companies want to make better products and services. So we're aligned with their needs and wants. So that at the end of the day, everybody walks away happy. So we capture the talent, develop the talent, and then we look at companies to deploy the talent too. So when um, a candidate leaves the H3 network or the H3 community, they're fully developed because they've had career coaching, they have resume writing, and they have resume prep. We've strategically told them what particular courses they need to sign up for or uh, what the path of best success for them.
Okay. And I think that that's a, a very good thing because that's something I talk about on the podcast or even with some of the writings that I do or even when I'm working with my own clients. It's like, it's like the basics, the basic fundamental of a business is solving a problem. Um, and I think that it's great how, like I said, you looked at kind of your own career path and even with diversity inclusion, it's just, you know, what's the problem that companies are having and how do we fill that gap? Right. And I think that it's like, no matter how the environment changes, as long as you're filling that gap and, and adding value, it's like your business always has a market. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I guess talk a little bit about your experience. I mean, with going from the music industry, as you talked about, you know, like taking what you learned there in the music industry and managing an artist to now what you're doing with the H3 solution that you're providing. It's like, what were some of the big, you know, aha moments that you're like, hey, that was a parallel, I can use that here. Absolutely. I think having the unique opportunity to work with Sean Combs and I um, intern with Russell Simmons. So one of the really things about leadership or building companies um, that leaders never talk about is really the team that you hire, the people that you're putting around. So really for me, it was really putting around, putting around people that really were good at what they were doing or wanted to do and allowing them to be great. So um, particularly our first case study with H3 was um, I notified or I found a candidate in the marketplace was really good, resume was all over the place. Uh, so I sent her to a resume writer and a career coach who kind of dressed her up and got her really ready to go. To equivalent that, or to equivalent to the music industry, it's just when you find a new artist. He or she may have this talent, but you have to groom the talent, you have to massage the talent. So it was really taking uh, that experience, that customer experience and really looking at my candidate as a product, as I was looking at my artist as a product, what position that I'm going to put my artist in so that he or she be most successful. Was that um, me putting them around other writers and producers from a creative standpoint? And now I take that same concept. So now if I have, let's say I have a product owner that's new to the market, I'm going to put he or she around other strong product owners so they can naturally organic do that cross pollination of just learning naturally. So taking those same basic concepts of making a superstar, I, I, we're taking them and doing them from a talent standpoint and professionalism. And that, that goes the same from entrepreneurs as, uh, from entrepreneurs to creatives. It's really about if you embody these three characteristics, we can kind of mold you and walk with you and tailor solutions based on where you're at um, if you embody the H3 mantra. Okay. Now, so how do you go about um, like finding people or, or clients go about finding and get in touch with you guys? All right. Well, um, we've been very fortunate. Um, so we just launched uh, QuentinDBerry.com, QuentinDBerry.com, so we can look up the information of what we do. But very fortunate. Um, so over a year ago, I did it really. Another parallel from the music industry. So P. Diddy was notorious for the street, the street promotion, uh, boots on the ground, how do you get people to recognize yourself? Well, the first thing we did, we built our database um, to actually attract the talent first. And so now companies are seeing the new content um, that looks a lot cooler. We're dropping the commercial style videos, the music, um, our marketing is a, a little further than what you see from traditional staffing agency, what you see from traditional talent management firms. So companies are now calling us we had a really good um, relationship with Avid Exchange. So I think mar our marketing materials um, has allowed us to have some unique conversation and people and clients are now finding us, figuring out a way, how do we really work with you and partner to create this synergy? 
Yeah, okay. And I think that that becomes a very big thing because my experience with General Electric, whereas they spent millions and millions of dollars in, you know, developing the talent um, and then, you know, even more in trying to recruit the talent to where that becomes, makes it a unique solution because not a lot of companies are fortunate to have like their own talent development it's just like they just have to hope that people either get it on their own right. or they just have to hope that they got it somewhere else and they came as a good package deal right right so do you guys do um like i guess different programs with companies where they may say hey these are my existing employees these are areas i'd like them to develop in do you guys do any development in that space i know we were actually having conversation with a few organizations here in town pre-covid um, to come in and do parallel trainings of just the basic agile principles, agile coaching, and some product management stuff. But COVID has changed that because now we can't come in the office um, to, to do the hands-on training. Okay. Okay. So what is it like at, and I've seen some of the videos of the H3 events. So what is it like when you're a new person, you come to an, your first H3 event? Um, we've heard everything. It's just really, it's so organic. It's cool. It's not forced. Um, so again, my experience in, in staffing was we particularly had everything at the local breweries and it wasn't very diverse. It very, wasn't very open and welcoming. Um, it just didn't have that feel that I was here. I'm, I, this environment is open for me. Um, so the biggest thing about H3 and our events is that we are who we are. Um, we walk in, there's a DJ usually playing music, and our theme song is from Nip Nipsey Hustle, Hustle and Motivate. So we always start, prior to the event that comes on to signify that we're about to start. Um, it's just very relaxed. It's, it's, it's designed so that you walk away with a minimum of two to three strategic relationships. So we're not inviting just random uh, people to come in and quote unquote network and no value is added. So it's strategically inviting recruiters, it's strategically driving product managers or product owner, whatever the skill set we're teaching, um, hiring managers and people that are of influence so that the conversation is very robust. Um, people love it. Uh, one young lady, a student from UNC Charlotte, a soft junior at UNC Charlotte recently told me like this was the first time she's ever seen that many minorities in the tech space in one room. Um, and she was just so excited. And But it was, again, strategic to create these environments where people just feel safe that um, the saying is no question is a dumb question. We really want to encourage our community to ask questions. We want them to be engaged because of a lot of our programming is designed directly from the feedback that we get from them, from surveys. Um, we whiteboarded every session, H3 events, so that um, you can write whatever on this whiteboard that you want to see from a training perspective. That could be project management, software development, emotional intelligence, data analytics, data science. Data science. So that's how we program by building direct feedback from our customers um, in real time. Okay. So when it comes down to actually building the business, what were some of the, the you know, the early challenges or just the early hurdles that you had to kind of switch your mindset from, you know, like working for someone else's company now to, you know, building your own? I think I was very fortunate to have a strategist. So we have a strategist by the name of Will Featherstone. Um, and so Will um, basically allowed me to just really brain dump on him. So we go in the office, uh, play a little music, and I just talk. Um, and somehow he takes what I'm saying 
and organize it on the board. And we just match out what's feasible and what's not feasible. Um, we break it down into to what we essentially call a product pie. Um, is this um, piece of the pie for those that are going to get our free services? Is this for those that are repeat customers? And just really refining the product from both um, taking my emotion out of it because it's no longer about me and my, what happened to me in my career is about the influence that we had. So I think some of the early challenges was really holding on it, holding on it to it more personal than it should have been um, because I was building the company for other people. It's just that the first case study was, or the case example was me. Um, but really just get out of my own way was probably the first six or seven months of understanding what we had. And that's a lot to that. I think what you just said, I mean, as far as really just getting out of your own way, because even as I work with different clients, one of the, the challenges that I think a lot of entrepreneurs, just business owners face is when they come up with an idea, it's just like the idea is a part of them and it's like it's born out of their own experience. And it's like the way they approach it is everybody's going to have the same experience I had. So we're going to do it this way. And like I said, being able to just take a step back as a business person and look at the merits of the idea for as a standalone, not, Hey, my personal experience, but is this really a good idea or is this a really right. good approach? So, so that, I think that was really like, I have a really strong circle. So that I spent a lot of time just bouncing the idea off them. Um, before I was even ready. And so we draw it out. I'm big on just really speaking it out and then laying it on the line of what's feasible. And so my friends would really tell me, hey, this part of the business doesn't make sense. Uh, and it hurt in the very beginning, but I knew that they had my very best interest in heart of saying, hey, you have something that's unique in your very own, but now it's for other people and you have to let it go. Okay. So if there's someone out there that is looking to start a business, what would be some advice you'd give them like, hey, this is something you probably should consider or think about if you're going to be successful at this? Um, I think the, the number one thing is, is, is the H3 motto. Um, just really, do you have that internal hustle to know that when you get knocked down, are you really going to get back up? Uh, I think the, the humble part or the hungry part is you have this idea, but are you going to really go do the research to see who your competitors are? Are you really going to build the roadmap out to see what your product looks like from, or a general idea of what you look like from today to the next year? Um, and then the humility part of um, life is not always going to be fair. Um, and I think if you embody those three characteristics, you can figure out the rest of piece of building a really complete business because you have those characteristics of success. Um, it's really about finding the information that aligns with your vision and goals and then connecting that and making sure that it just keeps going. The hardest part is just really getting back up every single day when uh, you don't have any money or your clients are not calling you back. Is really, are you gonna have those intangibles to keep going? Awesome. So. How can people find out or see footage of some of the past H3 events that you guys have had? Where can they follow you? Okay, again, QuentinDBerry.com. That's Q-U-E-N-T-I-N-D-E-B-E-R-R-Y.com. Or on YouTube, all our videos are up. Um, you type in How to Hustle H3, and all our videos uh, will, be, will pop up. And we're also getting ready to launch our new initiatives around what it looks like to work in the virtual space. 
Um, so we're super excited about launching some of the virtual events. Awesome. Awesome. Well, definitely thank you for being on the show. Uh, we'll definitely, like I said, spread the word and all best of luck as you continue to move forward with your company and your team. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram, at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube, searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple. Thank you.